Support for this podcast and the following message comes from KUST Campus Radio. A student-operated, non-commercial radio station, KUST provides students and faculty of St. Thomas a platform dedicated to creative storytelling, diverse viewpoints, and exploring a vast array of audio content. Tune in at any time to KUST at mixler.com slash KUST hyphen radio. Welcome to The Medium, a podcast presented by Tommy Media that's all about what's happening in the art and entertainment world. On today's show, we review the Academy Awards and catch up with the latest news in arts and entertainment. All right, welcome to The Medium. We are now entering season three of this wonderful podcast where we talk all about movies, TV shows, entertainment, just a whole lot of mediums oh my gosh wow welcome back everybody welcome back i'm reed one of your excellent hosts and my i'm maddie and this is maddie my other excellent host how are we doing today maddie you know we're doing good i'm doing well it's very cold today we're recording on february 13th thursday by god it was i woke up and it was negative 12 so that was fantastic and i had to walk to the train station and it was a whole mess i almost froze to death oh. but here i am we're here anyway back with season three Warm of the medium yes. excited to be here so maddie you know what happened this past sunday what was this past sunday Reed? well maddie it was the academy awards whoa no way way um yeah so i i don't know did you watch did you watch it i did not get a chance to to be fair i don't have cable or that TV is, in my apartment, smart. but I did like watch a bunch of a uh, bunch of the speeches and that sort of thing afterward on YouTube. Um, so I did catch up, and I was kind of keeping up just online as the night was going on. But what about you? I did. I missed. I think I missed the first half hour because mm-hmm. I was at this stupid meeting on Sunday. Hmm. Um, I'm giving the evil eye to my producer. It was our time and media meeting. Um, no, I was, yeah, so I was busy for the first half hour. Um, I got back, and I believe Brad Pitt had just won the, his award, mm-hmm. so I didn't get to see him give his speech, which I heard was excellent. But, no, I watched the rest of it um, pretty intently, and yeah, I enjoyed it. It was uh, a lot of the winners were well-deserved. Um, there were some obvious snubs, as as the people will call them, <laughs> uh, which we'll we'll get into a little bit. Um, and but overall, I was very satisfied, especially with the, like the last half hour or mm-hmm. so. I was really satisfied with the winners and the content in general. Um, and yeah, let's. I think we should get into. Let's get into the the winners, shall right. we? Um, yeah, we'll hit up some highlights for that. Definitely. Um, so. The most noticeable, I think the biggest award, arguably, is the Best Picture. This is the one they, they always end on. Mm-hmm. And I give a lot of, I put a lot of emphasis on the Oscars because I think this is kind of, this is an example of, this is a recognition of true pieces of film, like art film. Not even art film, just film. Like, this is what, these are what movies can be. This is the highest example of movies. So I put a lot of emphasis on the Oscars. I think the Oscars is flawed in certain ways and uh, i think we'll get into that a little bit um but i put a lot of emphasis on these awards um so i don't know some people take it with a grain of salt but Mm -hmm. i you know i really appreciate what the oscars stands for or what it can stand for sometimes it's given to the wrong people or 
the right people are forgotten about. Um, it helps that it has a long history. Yeah. Backing it too. Yes. Um, so I think that's why, I think it's why it's a good idea to talk about it. This is the recognition of the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and to recognize that first, we will look at um, the best picture. Um, so the nominees for best picture, if you didn't know, who am I talking to, Maddie or the audience? Doesn't matter. If you didn't know, you assume I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm on an entertainment podcast. Yes. Um, so, so I'll go down the list real quick. Um, first, we have Ford versus Ferrari. Um, we'll go through each of our. Con- I think we'll comment a little bit on each of these, but let me go through the, the list first. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, The Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story. 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So, uh, let me get your let me get your takes on these. Like, as for these nominations, what do you, what? How do you feel about them? Um, I thought it was a pretty good bunch of movies. Can't help but realize that a lot of them came out in the last half, last few months of the year. But that's pretty typical. Pretty typical the big yeah. Oscar noms will come out later. Um. That being said, I didn't get a chance to see all of them as the later half of the year it tends to be. Which ones? Can you very... tell me which ones you did see? I saw Irishman, Joker, Little Women, 1917. Okay. So um, about half. So with the combined two of us, we we did not see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Rip. Yes. Um, I saw Ford. Sorry, Tarantino. Sorry, Tarantino. Um, I saw Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, The Joker, Marriage Story, and Parasite. Um, and I, I thought this was a solid selection for movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I There are some common themes when it comes to Oscar nominations, and it's very prevalent in these nominations. For instance, most of these are uh, period pieces, which takes place in the past and are not very relevant. Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, the Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are all based in a different time period mm-hmm. and are not as relevant as today. Some of their themes can be contributed to today, uh, like Jojo Rabbit, uh, for instance. Um, but that is a pretty common trend with the Oscars. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I like the idea of telling a story that relates, that takes place in today and Relates so to do you, today's problem. Do you not like the trend or you don't like period movies? Um, I don't like the trend for the nominations. Okay. Um, I think it, they're saying like, hey, if it takes place in the past, it's Oscar worthy. Hmm. It's like, Interesting. Yeah. I never realized that. Um, Maybe I'm being be... overly cr- critical. I no, I am. mean, I think you're right that I, I don't know. I just never put that together. Maybe because I hadn't seen the majority of them. I personally am a fan of historical fiction period pieces. Maybe that's also why I didn't notice it because I, it's You're movies, okay with it's it, topics yeah. themes that I enjoy. Yeah, again, yeah, I guess I'm not a huge fan of period pieces. Mm-hmm. They really have to like impress me in order to, mm-hmm. yeah. So that I feel like that's kind of a stereotype among the nominations that they have to be a pe- period piece, um, which I don't know. Take it or leave it. But um, so w- there's a couple of movies on the best picture that stand out to me that 
I really don't think should be on here. Mm-hmm. Here comes the hot take, everyone. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh my goodness, the Irishman. The Irishman sucked. <laughs> I did. I did not like the Irishman. Whoa. Um, and I don't think the Oscars like the Irishman, although it was nominated ten times. It didn't win a single Oscar. Um, yeah. But no, I think this was a nod to the director Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie itself was not impressive. Um, it was a three-hour-long snooze fest. <laughs> no, savage. I know. I'm being. I'm gonna be a little overly critical, but. Mm-hmm. This movie just, I'm not opposed to long movies. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite movies are very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was about unions, um, like workers' unions and the mafia and crime around workers' unions. Mm-hmm. And I was, there's so many things about it that I just, I was disappointed. For one, why not just cast younger actors? For some of the roles like a young why are we seeing why do we have to digitally de-age robert de niro um it, you could see him hobbling on a street mm-hmm. when he's supposed to be like 30 something and he <laughs> looks like he moves like an old man like that it really takes you out of it okay um and you really you you give that a young actor's opportunity to be in a film mm-hmm. by doing that you by I don't know, giving that extra spotlight to someone who already is well-known and well-received and is already in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they're starring in the movie. That's that's kind of a minor pet peeve. Um, I thought, in general, it was very boring. And the CG digital de-aging was not great. And for some reason, it was nominated for, like, best... Uh, like, be- effects. Best visuals. effects. And I'm like, Why? Why? Oh my gosh! Um, it didn't win, thank God. It was appropriate, but uh, this is such a minor thing. But I was that was so unprofessional for editing. There was one scene where it was just a clear misedit. It just mm-hmm. it was a weird cut in a single scene. I, it's hard to describe, but Robert De Niro is to be fair. It is a three-hour movie. See, I'm like, you know what? A yes. mistake is bound to happen. That's that. You know, I, that's what I'm like. It's it's probably because it's the length. But I'm like, it's a professional movie done True. by one of the best act or directors ever, and is nominated for an Oscar. How did True. how did this slide? Past but there's so many consistency people? errors in pretty much every movie. I guess if you yeah. look hard enough for it. So that's yeah. So I guess there's a lot of nitpicks I have about The Irishman, which primarily I don't care for. I really I've seen some of. I've seen a lot of Martin Scorsese's other movies, and I just don't think this is... I think this was just a nod to him as a director. It wasn't a serious consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the politics behind the Oscars a little bit. Um, yeah. And do you have any hot takes about these? Um, not really. The ones I did see, I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed... Other than The Irishman, I did enjoy... I thought they were all pretty Oscar-worthy. Mm-hmm. I thought the Joker might have been a little overhyped. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some serious... But Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor. I will... I think... Should we just skip to that right now? Skip to what? The Best Actor. No, we didn't even talk about Parasite. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm excited to talk about Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) Holy... That's the whole point of the... Okay, because Parasite was the first non-English film to win the award. So, boom. Iconic. Parasite also got Best International Film and Original Screenplay. Plus, Bong Joon-ho won... Best director, so I, when incredible they, night for Parasite. I kept thinking that it was over. The first Oscar they gave him, I think it was the international film. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that was just that was them like nodding another nod. That was like, okay, we gave you your award. Now let's move on to others. Sure. That's kind of what tends to what happened. 
tends to happen with some uh, awards. Like they'll, that's what happened in I feel like nineteen seventeen, for example, nominated for best picture. Um, that was slated to win, though. That was slated to win, but I think um, something that tipped me off that it might not win was the fact that they gave it best cinematography, mm. which is a bigger deal too. Um, it's like we we the they give him like a lesser award to acknowledge that it was a good movie, and then they move on to um, better ones. So I mm-hmm. I honestly kind of I didn't think Parasite was gonna go all the way, and I'm so glad it did. Mm-hmm. I love Parasite. I think it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bong Joon Ho, who is an excellent filmmaker, I've seen I've only seen three of his movies now, and I need to go back and watch more of his um, straight up Korean films. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just so taken away by this movie, and I'm so glad it, it was recognized. Um, and it's tr- certainly making strides, too, because, it, yeah, it was the first uh, Korean-spoken or Korean film to win the Oscar. Just non-English film. Non-English film in general, which is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that says a lot about the movie when people have to, like, literally, they're reading the subtitles. Mm-hmm. I, I had a minor brain fart, excuse me. Or they, like, that says a lot when they someone is required to read the subtitles because that is a bit of work for a viewer, especially just the common viewer. And they're still enthralled in the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that says a, a lot about the strength of the movie. So well, I'm, I think he had a quote from an earlier award show that either it, Parasite had won some award and he had said, if people get over the one-inch barrier of subtitles, they'll be introduced to a oh, whole yeah. other world of movies. Yeah, he, and that's inc- incredibly true. I'm a subtitle person in general just because... I like them. Sometimes you... But I know a lot of people who don't like subtitles, but if you watch, there are so many good foreign films that are obviously subtitles required, but you're missing so much by not branching out into them. Yeah. Um, And hopefully this paves a path for, like, more international foreign films to get the, Mm -hmm. like, recognition and spotlight they deserve, you know? Definitely. so I think it was an excellent, excellent Best Picture win. Um, and I love now that Bong Joon-ho is a meme because he was, like, chuckling at his Oscar and he, he was talking about going and drinking all night long. He was just pure joy after those he wins. He did um, nod to Scorsese, and then there was a big standing O for him. I thought yeah. that was sweet. That was, that very, was, that was very sweet. And it, you could tell it was genuine, too. Yeah, and, um, absolutely. Because he kind of did it with um, Martin... Excuse me, um, Quentin Tarantino. He had mentioned all the directors in there, but yeah, um, he gave special praise to Quentin Tarantino because uh, Tarantino kind of legitimized mm-hmm. his uh, his films in the industry. At least, like, brought them to light. Yeah, like yeah. he he recognized them at, for what they were good films, and the industry like they took Quint- uh, Tarantino seriously, so they have to take those films seriously now, and he praised them for that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, I guess is kind of upsetting as to how that's how the industry works, um, but it's it's nice that it's it is getting that recognition. Um, yeah, um, I'd like to talk about best actor, please. Can we move on to that? Go. F- it's all you. Let me dive in, dive into the I the madness, no the mental opinion, instability so. that is Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Holy cow! I think he deserves this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of issues with the Joker. One of them is not Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I thought he did an excellent job in that character. He really made that three-dimensional, I guess, because um, you could do a lot of things wrong with the, that character in general, and he really 
yeah, he just he, he nailed it. He mm-hmm. nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm glad he got recognized for that. I think he had a lot of um, pressure coming in, too, yeah. after Heath Ledger in it's Dark Knight. A, it's a very loaded role. Yeah, a um, lot of history. A lot of history, a lot of context. Um, so I think being able to say that he did the Joker so well that it won him an Oscar. And is, Golden Globe. And Golden Globe. Um and BAFTA, I think. He, he won quite a few awards for, uh, for this. I think it's impressive. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other nominees. Oh, my goodness. The only other one I saw was Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Um, he was excellent in that. Um, it's really the year of Adam Driver. He's just in a bunch of... He's a he's great actor. He's in Star Wars, right? Yeah, he was in Star Wars. He was in the zombie movie that he did well in. But, no, he's he's kind of killing it recently. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I thought it was either going to go to him or Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I hadn't seen any of the other movies, so I can't really comment. Um, I, but I know a lot of people did not see The Two Popes, n- nor Pain and Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea about that movie until, um, was it Antonio Banderas was nominated? And I think that says a lot. Like, a lot of times, the movie has to be good, but also has to be seen by an audience. Mm-hmm. It has to be recognized, like as a popular film as well, to a point. Um, and when there's like a middle ground, it can't be super obscure and unknown, but it also can't be like these top-grossing films. Exactly, there's like a range in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so having yeah Antonio Banderas in there is like it's kind of an obvious like I don't think he was, he was going to get the win regardless, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, do you have any thoughts on these? Um, not really. Either I didn't see the movies or I just don't particularly yeah. worry about actors. I think there's plenty of great actors out there and there's yeah. plenty who've been nominated who haven't won, who have that I'm like, okay, what I'd like, it's fine. I'm usually more into um picture, director, screenplay. Kind of the yeah, I'm more the back bone. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Um so let's and in light of that, let's maybe skip through, or let's let's move through like best actress and supporting actor yeah. and actress. It was Renee like, Zellweger, and then that was a little surprising. I'm Laura Dern yeah. for supporting. So Laura Dern, she was good in that. I mm-hmm. thought Scarlett Johansson was going to get it. I I was kind of bummed she didn't win an Oscar because mm-hmm. she did really great in uh, Marriage Story and heard great things about her and Jojo Rabbit. You saw Jojo Rabbit, right? No. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No. So we didn't see that one. Um, <laughs> my bad. Anyways, yeah, my bad too. I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I've been meaning to see it for a while. Um, anyways, uh, best director. Bong Joon Ho was Bong great. Joon-ho. I'm very happy he won. I, probably along with many other people, were disappointed once again about no female directing nominees, particularly with all the female directed movies that came out this year that were fantastic. Um, so out of the five, I'm glad it was Bong Joon Ho. But I just got to say, Natalie Portman had this, like, cape on yes. over her dress, mm-hmm. and on the hem were embroidered names of female directors that could have been nominated this year that, but weren't. So go Natalie Portman. Um, She's been very outspoken about this. Yes, um, yes. And for good reason, obviously. This is a huge – I think this is a pretty big issue. There have um, only been five women nominees. Ever. Ever. And only yeah. one has actually been awarded. So that's kind of absurd. Um, people were saying the most snubbed was Greta Gerwig for 
Little Women. Yeah. She had been nominated before for Lady Bird. Excellent movie. Yeah. Um, She's an excellent director. Like she, I think she should have been on here. Mm-hmm, um, absolutely. And it, uh, you know, it, it upsets me because, um, like, I don't think Todd Phillips is that great of a director. He did the Joker. Is he Joker? Yeah, he was Joker. Um, I don't even think it matters, like, really how good of a director they are. I think it's just the fact that there's no reason for there's no reason that all the different female directors there were this past year couldn't have been nominations. I don't know what their films were missing that were in the male directed films. And that's not taking away from their directing abilities, the films they made, but I don't know where the disconnect was. Cause right. like little women, I don't think should have won best picture. It was good. I liked it. I don't think it was the best there and obviously it didn't win, but there's still a handful of other female directed movies that are just as good both critically and audience wise so i just don't know the exact criteria that's needed to nominate them and because i don't think they're not i don't think they're missing anything right and i guess that's where my question comes in Uh, yeah i i mean i I literally i think it just comes down to that bias Mm -hmm. it's just these men in Hollywood are more recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the Academy the is same. still disproportionately white and male. Yeah. So um, I think I'm glad this this round of Oscars does seem to have shifted a little bit. Um, there are many mi- uh, minorities that won, um, even if a lot of women got snubbed. Um, Bong Joon-ho is a big, uh, big one, but also best adapted screen no excuse me best original screenplay is that one was of parasite was it parasite oh. yeah jojo rabbit was adapted okay i was thinking of jojo rabbit uh taika watiti mm-hmm. won for uh best adapted screenplay and mm-hmm. i love taika watiti mm-hmm. and i think it's well deserved he's mm-hmm. an excellent director and writer and actor um and he's indi- indigenous excuse mm-hmm. me um and i think that's a nice shift into that direction uh, obviously i'd like to see a more diverse uh, field because this clearly doesn't represent what's out there yeah um but hopefully i think th- there's much improvement there's improvement needed and hopefully because yeah. we've kind of seen this in the past where there will be like one really good year but then that's not actually changing anything so hopefully it's, it's like a short and i know the response. academy has promised to start diversifying their membership but it might take time still. But hopefully that's a step in the right direction. Hopefully, knock on wood. It's not a wooden table, but I appreciate the, the effort. Thought, the effort. The thought, yeah. Um, I think we should just run down and listen to some highlights. There's always, like, the Oscars are always weird. It's a, it's a live show. There's always some good memes that come out of it, but... Yeah, watching people's reaction, watching <laughs> a bunch of rich white people pretend to nod and dance to Eminem singing Lose Yourself. The fact that Eminem was there. The w- why <laughs> Why was he there? That song came out I in 2002. Love it. Okay, because they it came right after they had some like appreciation of music and film thing where they just said, oh, these songs made these movies, but these movies also made these songs. So it was like uh, Danger Zone from Top Gun, My Heart Will Go On from Titanic, like these that are just iconic. And then they go into Eminem's performance, which, yeah, Lose Yourself and 8 Mile are interchangeable, basically. But why, why? that one? Why that one? Why now? 
I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's. I mean, I was bopping along. It was no. It was, it was a fine, fine performance. But yeah, why not? That was why? kind of. A, it was a waste of time. Like for a show that historically runs long, mm-hmm. and is, that's a major critique of it is that it's too long. Mm-hmm. They. I feel like they inserted way too many musical numbers into it that were adequate at best. I mean, it was cool. They had Adina Menzel do the new Frozen song, and they had all the non-English translation Elsas come sing with her. That was cool. That was cool because, again, like I think they're trying to start nodding to the international and just diversify in general. So I did like that. And that was yeah. There was nice. Um, excuse me. That was nice. And oh, what's her name? Cynthia. Help me out, Cynthia. Let me look. I'm so sorry. So sorry, everyone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, Best Reed's actress. Oh, Forgiving okay. everything. Cynthia uh, Erivo. Excuse me. Um, her performance. Uh, for this, I don't even know the name of the song. Um, it was in Harriet though. Mm, mm-hmm. Um. It was very, it was very nice. It was mm-hmm. very moving. Um, and I apologize, Cynthia, if you're somehow listening to this, that I forgot your last name. Uh, great job. She's our biggest listener. She's our biggest listener, yeah. Um, Don't you forget it. She, we get fan mail from her all the time. <laughs> um, I wish. I wish, too. Uh, yeah, something that I thought was just so strange. I'm we're gonna, moving through the highlights here. Um, James Corden and Rebel <laughs> Wilson came out in cat costumes. Okay, that's the biggest snub. Cats didn't win Best Picture. It's so bad that it's good, <laughs> and it should have won. Should have won everything. Please, I'm kidding. I don't mean that. Um, but for those of you who don't know, James Corden and Rebel Wilson were both in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they came out in full cat costume and like pretending to be cats, and they were really joking about the design and the CGI work, and some controversy came from that because... It actually came from a tweet from one of the graphic designers that was on the movie. Um, the studio like went bankrupt that had to do cats oh, no. because cats performed so poorly. Yeah, and they had to lay off a bunch of designers. And one of the designers like commented on uh, that cat performance and Oof. them making fun of um, like what it the looked bad, like. Yeah, and everything. The, yeah, the yeah. bad CG. And everyone's like, "Dude, you you really just you screwed over so many designers." Yikes! And then. You're now making fun of them, or like mm-hmm. you're ma- now making a joke at their expense. It's like that's really, I, I don't know. It's it, like, it's tough because I think everyone knows that the the way that movie looked wasn't great. No, it wasn't great. But it's probably just the timing of, like you said, people getting laid off. It's like ooh. that movie was a failure. Uh, that's it. Rip. It was a fa- <laughs> it, no, it was a failure. Like critically, um, yeah. financially, it was a failure. Um, but people there were consequences to that you know and to like pretend like it was just kind of like a fun oh a little screw up it was a little it was a little hairball Mm -hmm. um pun intended um was yikes sorry producer shaking her head now um (laughs) uh it's to pretend that it didn't have consequences was upsetting um Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of support for such big major movies like that, and when these movies don't do well, it you know costs people jobs, mm-hmm. and it's that's something to think about. It's not something to take lightly and making jokes at that. Just I mean, I think it's a good lesson though in the amount of movies that are made 
that should not be made. Yeah. Like, there's so many movies that are just churned out just to try to get money, which, fine, like, if it's an industry, a business, you have to make money, get the things that are going to make cheap money, but... There are existing properties that should not be touched, and just, Cats if you, was one if of it, them. Yeah, like, you don't have to, so don't. Everyone, Learn when to not do something. As soon as that trailer dropped, mm-hmm. everyone knew that was going to suck. It, it was going to be bad. Yeah. And it's... That's my point. That's Everyone yeah. knew it was going to suck. It was going to fail from the get-go. Um, and that says a lot. Like, if it's going to fail from, like right away, why are you doing it? Um, it was a bad idea to begin with, and it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It well, makes you wonder how it gets passed through the ranks of approval. Because it exists already. That's fair. More original ideas. And they, I mean, they had quite a cast in there. They did. Oh, that's, so they but just that sunk money into it. But that might have been only sell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to bring up is at the end during the best picture speech when they were ta- the, there was one lady talking and then she stopped so a different lady can come up and they cut the lights on the stage mm-hmm. and the whole crowd just started going up, up, up mm-hmm. to give them more time. And there's this video uh, of Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks just yes. like riling up the crowd to get them to chant and I Tom Hanks. I love it, and I agree. They give them the time to talk. That was a historic that was, it win. Was, yeah. And honestly, again, the show's so long already. Give them two more minutes. Like it's fine. Yeah. At that at that point, I think this is one of the few awards that you can go long on time. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it was a historic moment, so it was very appropriate. Yeah. And I love I love Tom Hanks. He's so he's so pure. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good yes. good fella. Any anything else that you just need to talk about with the Oscars. Um, I regret not seeing Jojo Rabbit, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Good I plan, thing is, you still can I still watch can. them. I still plan on seeing all these. I'm disappointed in myself. Oh, excuse me, in Little Women. And I'm disappointed I didn't see these before the Oscars, mm-hmm. um, for more context. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very glad that Parasite won. I think it was very well-deserved. Me so, too. Yes. Uh, what, one, one very hot take, though. Go for it. Why isn't Avengers Endgame? Okay, so we're going <laughs> to do <Best> some <laughs> latest news now. <laughs> nice try, Reed. Trying to sneak that um, in there. We just got a couple things. The first thing is the Grammys happened while we were away. Woohoo! another big award show, but for music. Um, it's just some highlights from that. Billie Eilish was the big winner. She got Album of the Year and Pop Vocal Album of the Year for When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And then she got Song of the Year and Record of the Year for Bad Guy. And for herself, she was New Artist of the Year. Uh, can we just lament on that a little bit? I think it was really very well-deserved. I think she's an excellent artist. I'm yes. not a huge music person. Okay. Um, like, I don't know my artist very well. I know Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. I, I've listened to her music, and I enjoy her music. And yes. I think she's an excellent artist. So I, I think it's very well-deserved. Yeah. I also really enjoy her music. I know she was hoping Ariana Grande would win for album of the year. I don't listen to Ariana Grande, but I so I can't speak. What? I didn't know she had an album this year. <laughs> she did. <laughs> oh, oops. Wasn't it Thank You Next? Oh, was it that one? She had two. She had two. Oh, Jinx. Yikes. Maybe our producers know more about this than we do. But anyway, um, I still think that she had, Billie Eilish had a good, good run with this one. Um, and then her brother, who's also her producer, Phineas, he won 
non-classical producer good which is pretty rad and he also has his own music that i really enjoy um billy eilish um has been known to like give him credit for a lot of yeah it, it really was apparently a team effort to get them to where they are now mm-hmm. and because billy is you know the actual singer she gets a lot of that mm-hmm. that credit um mm-hmm. and i think she's tried hard to give Phineas some of that credit too. I'm, I'm glad he's well, he does a lot of the songwriting yeah. too. He, he does a lot of the work. A lot of it's collaborative between the two of them. Yeah. Um, she obviously is just the voice of it. Um, there was, I think Phineas was on Jimmy Fallon a while ago and he was talking about some of the sounds in Billie Eilish's songs that they use. And one of them was like a buzzer from a crosswalk. And then another one was like a dentist drill. And then I that's listened unpleasant. to those songs and I was like, ooh, unpleasant, <laughs> but I appreciate the extra effort to put that in those songs. Because it, it adds just like a little something. So I think that's fun. Um, second thing, the other Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. What a, um, se- what a segue. Lil, thank you. Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus won Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Old Town Road. The only reason I bring that up is just because I feel like they had to give Old Town Road something. It was such a huge Because it was movement. so big. Yeah. And I'm happy it got something just because why not? And yeah. Yeah. I'm, I love this song so much. Oh <laughs> I so love it. It's so, it's, no, it's, it's actually, it's absolutely corny. Um, but it's, it's, but a, it's, fun. It's, it's a fun song. It is fun. So I, I will give it that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just to finish off the Grammys, they, kind of changed their intro because that was the day Kobe Bryant passed away so Alicia Keys who was hosting the night and Boyz to Men did a little uh, tribute song to him which was nice considering it was kind of hard to go from that news in the morning then into this energetic fun night but I think they handled it fairly well so very nice um, yeah may he rest in peace he was a legend a basketball player yeah um moving on to the next and latest news uh this one's kind of a downer i apologize but uh harvey weinstein's trial began on Jan- uh, january 6th and now uh six weeks later both the prosecution and defense rested um and uh, it's, uh, we should note that weinstein did not actually take the stand um despite wanting to um he or excuse me and if he is found guilty, he will face a sentence of life in prison. Um, and the uh, jury consisted of seven men and five women. And the uh, closing closing began... Oh, it does begin today. Technically, yeah. yeah. Um, the closing begins February 13th, the day we're recording this. So, um, yeah. And by golly, he deserves every, every minute he's in prison. So. I, yeah, I... It's curious when it is someone that's that big, but at the same time, some of the articles I was reading about it was all of his prominence seems to have been reduced because people that he was friends with or had relationships with haven't really supported him. Rip to him, but good. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, like, obviously, it's, I can't sympathize with him. No, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just kind of a weird like, oh, this guy that was super big and now just everyone is like, no, dude, which again, rightfully so. But I'm curious to see how it's going to go based on like his reputation and the prominence he did have. I like but I don't know. I think the only 
good thing about this is that it's just a sign that Hollywood is purging these types of people. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully. Or um, that they're at least putting down the line of like, we're not going to tolerate this anymore. Exactly. Um, it's nice to see that people aren't coming to his defense. Yeah. Um, that people are breaking away from him and his company. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, hopefully we're purging Hollywood of that sort of yeah. behavior. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, finally, our latest news, a um, little little fun news. Uh, uh, the French Dispatch trailer was released. And do you know who makes the French Dispatch? No. Shoot, I forgot his name. I have no idea. I I'm kidding. It's Wes Anderson, everyone. Oh, Wes bad. Anderson has a new movie coming out this year, and I'm super hyped, and it looks so What other weird movies has he, Wes Anderson? He's done – he's been nominated um, several times to uh, speak in the Oscars, but he's done – his most recent one, I think, was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, okay. And I love that movie. I can mm-hmm. never – I've seen it so many times. Um, and I think that was – no, he did an, uh, a stop-motion picture called Isle of Dogs. That was mm-hmm. his latest movie. Also very good. Um, a huge fan of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Interesting. Uh, I don't know why, but that, that movie really <laughs> hits home for me. I love that movie. That's the one, kids. <laughs> it's the one. Um, so, no, I'm really excited. I think he's an excellent filmmaker. He's very quirky and very mm-hmm. weird. Um, he has such a huge cast on every movie he does, which mm-hmm. is so interesting. Um, Considering how quirky. Yeah. yeah. He, se- like, he seems like a really weird, like, he is indie, but, mm-hmm. like, the fact that he has this much influence on, um, on Hollywood is impressive. Mm-hmm. Or, like, so many actors and actresses are willing to work with him. I think shows it says a lot about his talents. Um, so, anyways, I'm excited. It looks fun. Cool. I'll um, have to check it out. Yeah. So there you go. Dang. Well, that's our first episode of season three. Hello. Coming at you. Coming at you with hot takes from the Oscars. <laughs> I hope if if people didn't watch the Oscars. Oh, by the way, lowest turnout ever. Not turnout. Lowest viewer uh, viewings ever for the Oscars. Not surprised. It just Not, keeps going down. Yeah. that's. I mean, it's because of the streaming and stuff. It's, yeah. it's a whole thing. Anyways, um, if you didn't watch the Oscars, hopefully you, you can appreciate some of the nominees um, and those who were not nominated. Um, St- again, you can still check out the movies. They're always, not going away. You can always check out the movies. Um, any last recommendations from these selection of nominees? Uh... No, because I only saw a few of them. Okay. <laughs> they were good. But they're, they're all good. Um, I would really recommend Parasite. Um, yeah. Overcome that one-inch barrier, barrier, as Bong Joon-ho would say. Um, the subtitles mean very very little in the context of how great that story is. So mm-hmm. please check that out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening, and go enjoy some movies. Yeah.